Welcome, everybody, to another Mayfair Theater podcast. I'm Andrew. I'm Josh. And I'm Mel. It's Mel. Mel's back. Yay. <laughs> it's been four years since Mel's been on the podcast. Basically, right? Like, that's how many weeks it's been. Because you've been busy, you know, actually working. <laughs> and, uh, then... and then vacationing. Yay. And we just missed each other on the East Coast, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, we almost crossed paths because I think... I, like, left Halifax when you hit... Was the wedding you were at in... No, it wasn't in Halifax. It was. Or was in Halifax. Yeah. yeah. Holy cow. It was, like, in the market in Halifax. Didn't you go to a wedding last year in Halifax? Yes. Weird. Yeah, all of those cousins and Greg's family are getting married. Oh. So. It was the same cousins. It's very number unfortunate. Th- number three of those sisters is single, but, like, the pressure is on. Because so like, we need a vacation year. next summer. <laughs> yeah. And it's funny, you hit a theater on the, kind of in the more, the, the I don't know if you call it the country, but not in the... Oh, in the God. Country. It is so like, the country. We're, like, driving through. Yeah. We, first of all, we went to, like, where the Acadians were deported. Yeah. So it was just, like, fields and ocean and fields and ocean. And then uh, Greg's aunt was like, drive 15 minutes and you get to, like, basically Acadia University and there's a right. theater there and yada yada. And it was so, we were, it was in the middle of nowhere. I it was, I was there... <laughs> Oh, it's a blur now. A year ago or two years ago. Mm. And the East Coast has all these, I guess maybe everywhere has them, but the East Coast has all these little communities that without a university dropped in the middle of it would be like sleepy grandpa, grandma towns. But because there's a university, inexplicably, there's like a cool comic shop and a vegan sandwich store. And like, because the students, however many months of the year... Just keep the place alive. Yeah. And so, oh, that town was so cool. Like, yeah. Hey, we stopped for a coffee somewhere, and I think it was called Tan Coffee. That's where we went right before we left yeah. town. But, like, I don't know, we ate at the library pub, yeah. which had very good food. And I don't yeah. know. I don't know. I got a cool name for a pub. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't a... look like a library at all. So there's no book. <laughs> no, it yeah. just looks like an old man's house. And oh, everything nice. is wood. There's like reserved signs in front of the seats at the bar that say reserved for life for like Dr. Schmernermer McAllister. Yeah. And you're like, cool. But it looked like, you know, so many old towns are are just kind of ghost towns. Like like really sleepy, no stores, nothing to do. But these little towns are really cool. And and I didn't get to go, but you actually chatted with someone from the movie theater there? Yeah, so yeah, I emailed cool. Mary from, I guess it's not called the Acadia Theater, it's called the Al Whittle Theater, which mm-hmm. is, so it's named after a dude who worked there for like his entire, entire childhood, I yeah. assume. And it started off as a theater sort of like us, um, but... I guess probably around the time where the Elgin was chopped up into two. Right. They chopped that theater up into two, and they've gone a, under a bunch of renovations. But anyway, so I emailed the lady, and she was like, oh, yeah, like, there's nobody in town, basically, at this time of year. Like, it's rainy, foggy, nobody wants right. to be in Halifax. She's like, I live five minutes away. I'll be there. I'll meet you there, you know? That's cool. So um, she gave, gave us a bit of a tour. They're totally different than us, though, because they don't have regular programming. So they don't have a weekly schedule or a monthly schedule or anything like that. It's mostly rentals. Yeah. It's all rentals. So they have a film society like we do, and the, their film society is our bread and, is their bread and butter. Right. So they'll play movies sort of like our programming for their film society, which happens 
Yeah. Once a week, I think, they play a movie. So it's not like us, like, where we have one monthly. But, so their film society will put on one or two screenings a week. And you have to pay, I assume, more than the film society here. Right. For your membership. But then you get to watch movies here. And then the rest of the time, she does birthday parties for kids and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, because when I was there, I noticed, and I didn't realize it was a film society, but I noticed that they had, like, the exact same programming that we had. Yeah. Um, so... Like, our film society is more of, like, a private group, and the movies are just a little bit older. Yeah, like, they'll come watch movies this year yeah. and use that to program next year. Yeah, but that's, it's, I mean, it's it's cool they're, they're hanging in there, because when it's, I, it's, it's like, if you do a road trip, if you do a road trip anywhere, you just pass by closed-down theaters. Yeah. <laughs> and so yeah. it's nice to see one. Even when I got to Halifax, I was like, bah, there's no single screens here. It's not worth it. And then somebody was like, actually, yeah. there's a Cineplex. And I was like, bah. Yeah. <laughs> not interesting. Great. Yeah. yeah. And up until, that's relatively recent. Within last, I, I, if I'm correct, like four or five years that that happened. Like it was uh, a Mayfair. I mean, I'm glad that they saved the single screen. Yeah. But they were playing the Meddler 2 shows every night. Well, yeah. So we road tripped from... Halifax to Moncton, because we, we visited Gwen's, Gwen's people in Halifax, yep. and then we hit a, a friend runs a Comic-Con in Moncton, so I we went there to sell zonkeys to people, and we passed through Sackville. Was that where Mel's Tea Room is? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, there's a theater called The Vogue, and looks like, there was no one there, I just like peeked my head in, but looks a hell of a lot like the Mayfair, awesome. just like the little lobby... And, but they have cooler doors out front than we do, and beside it was a bowling alley that I don't think is a bowling alley anymore, but it had the bowling alley sign up still. It'd be cool still. to have a cinema bowling alley. Oh my god. I mean, it'd be annoying. It'd be like, stop knocking yeah. it down over there. <laughs> it would be so loud. But they seem to be running thanks to the school. Okay. And they showed... One movie a day, but it's, like, brand new. I guess because, oh. like, like we can't show first-run movies because we're so close to the man, you know? <laughs> so, like, people, like, when we show Force Awakens a couple months later or Zootopia a couple months later, that's what there's a certain red tape rules of, of how... Or, like, Far From the Madden Crowd, the week after they play it, yeah. they do better than them. So when we rolled through, they were playing Keanu. Okay. And then they had up a poster for... X-Men was playing next, and then Finding Dory. Oh, nice. So they're right, but they do one movie a day and a couple on weekends, and maybe they do some private stuff too, but I, I looked up their website, and it's like they're open in like, they're younger than us, but like 1945. Okay. And, but they're still there, they're hanging in Independent there. though? Independent, That's yeah, awesome. yeah, yeah. Yeah, and uh, awesome. so I, I wish they had been open, or I had, I had known, but because so many times I, you drive, th- we went to... Especially with roller derby, kind of road tripping through small towns or going through, you know, New York State or Pennsylvania, and you'll always pass by like what was a movie theater? Yeah, and is either just sitting there empty, or it's the chapters now or something. Yeah, shit. Like, oh man, whoa. in Toronto, Toronto's the worst for that. Yeah. Like, there's like probably half a dozen theaters that are now. Yeah, not... there's one on I think on, Bloor. Yeah, called the Paradise. Yeah, it's got a nice like exterior, but it's shut down. There's a tiny, tiny single screen close to my friend's old condo in, like, a super weird place. It's not, like, downtown or anything. She yeah. used to live in Mount Pleasant Park. I have no idea what it's called, but, like, and I've never been inside, yeah. but I, they seem to play sort of 
recent I wonder stuff. If like, they'd probably be playing the meddler right now. Like, friend, it's not programming like us. Yeah, my friend Fred used to live in, in the beaches area of Toronto. And, Maybe it's around And the right outside his door was, like, a tiny, tiny, tiny theater that, you know, probably housed, like, 100 seats if they were lucky. But, yeah, they had Did kind you of, peek inside? No, this, okay. this but it's, it's like, Mayfair-esque. And it's a little community that has, like, a little, like, a little breakfast place across the street, little, you know, little Torontonian hipster kind of area. Yeah. But I think they're still there, too. I wonder if it's the same one. Yeah, I gotta look that up now. Yeah. But, so, yeah, and it's like, I'm going to Minnesota at the end of the month, of all places. I love going to weird places, like, you know, Paris. No, Minnesota. You know what's funny, though? I've been ragging on Minnesota for no reason all week. Oh, really? Every time I need an example of, like... Oh, some yeah. person who comes from some place. I'm like, fucking guy from Minnesota. <laughs> I don't know why. And it's a weird chain of events. So I'm going to... Because Gwen's amazing. And... Oh, someone's not We have a visitor. Door. Someone's not here at the door. Someone's here. Mel left. Mel left. But she'll be back. She'll be back. Um, so yeah, I'm going to Minnesota because uh, Rift Tracks is doing a big Mystery Science Theater yeah. reunion. And by happenstance, I've been working all week or for two weeks with people from Minnesota. So they've been filling me in on the town. And it seems like a very Ottawa type town where Mm -hmm. on the surface or outsiders might think it's a sleepy town. But it's got, you know, besides her Prince and Mystery Science Theater being from there, it's got, uh, you know, cool restaurants and cool art scene and, Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, fun stuff like like baseball team and museums and all that kind of stuff. But... uh, yeah. That a, was that a guy from Minnesota? Was that somebody? Yeah. <laughs> Fucking guy from Minnesota. No, he's from Allegra. But I, I have to look up, I want to look up and see if there's um, Mayfair type theater hanging around in Minnesota. Probably. Probably, yeah. um, Even if it's like you and Gwen just like break into yeah, yeah, yeah. the darkness yeah. and see what's going on. <laughs> Is it, we, 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 we help run a movie theater in Ottawa. Let us in. Just, like, speak to the darkness inside. Yeah, we're The coming. ghost will let you in. Yeah. <laughs> Knock it at the door. <laughs> but, yeah, so I'm doing... I'm going to Minnesota to see Mr. Science Theater guys and then traveling back on Canada Day. So, kind of... Oh that's either God. patriotic or not. I don't think Canada Day is busy, like, Thanksgiving or anything. Oh, I think you're crazy. probably better off traveling that day because you're not going to encounter... Your plane's going to be empty on the way back. Yeah, yeah, Nobody's yeah. Nobody's going to be doing that. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we're going to go, uh, so it's so funny, so uh, a friend of mine who listens was saying nice things about the podcast, but also said one of the last podcasts Andrew and I did pretty much talked about the exact same things. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Yeah. And it's hard because I listen to a ton of podcasts, and I listen to, say, like, The Nerdist, like, which has become this, this cornerstone famous podcast, and, and they'll talk about the same stuff because... They often will do more than a podcast a week, and it just blurs. Yeah. Of like, yeah. What I talked with Mel about in real life, what we talked about before, what I was thinking about talking about. So now every time the words come yeah. out of my mouth, did we talk about this before? I'm like, oh wait, no, we can't talk about. Assume this. yes. Yeah. No. Assume yes <laughs> Default yes. So yeah, now we like conscious of like you know. Like, make notes. Like, I mean, I don't know. We just bitch about the same things all day, yeah. every day. So. And then I don't assume people are listening back to back, and maybe they'll forget too. <laughs> you know? So, but, because, like, we always talk about the movies coming up, but then we'll talk about whatever we Days. Just, yeah, 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 yeah. So it's this weird, like, blur. But I was like, like, did I talk about this thing, or did I? But I was like, I don't know. But, and it's been, like, a few weeks since Mel's been here. Um, but, 
Yeah, like... So there's lots of continuity errors. Lots of continuity errors. <laughs> We've had actors playing male. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's like the Batman movies. We just had new, new male every movie coming in. Um, but, like, so, like, so we're recording this on June 10th, a little bit yeah. later than usual because we're just busy and trying to fit this in. Um, but tomorrow... So I'll talk about this just because we'll do another one eventually, but tomorrow is the grand return of Saturday Morning Cartoons. Yeah. So if you happen to listen to this right away, or if you've you've missed this, they will there will be a ninth volume in a few months again. Uh, we got our cereal already. Uh, our one of our employees is swinging by my house tomorrow morning to pick up what will be a car full of cereal yeah. nice. because I'm like oh I can't bike to work that <laughs> so, but it is good. It's gonna be fun. Uh, it's one of those things that people have been asking for, and we know people want it, but just it's we we didn't have any more cartoons to show. Yeah. <laughs> so, but it's all ready to go, and unlike previous previous uh, screenings, it's we have it. It's not going to show up at 9 oh my God. Oh, a.m. <laughs> with, with, with a rushed delivery. I, I went to the post office I the day Gwen before, for yeah. and they were like, I don't have it. Yeah. Like, what? what? I literally yeah. go to Greyhound. She's like, I don't see it anywhere. It's like, <laughs> Mayfair Theater, hello. Yeah. And then Gwen goes an hour later or whatever, yeah, and, and she's it. like, oh, here it is. Yeah. Like, fucking oh look in your eyes, woman. <laughs> oh, my God. And, and I had this, like, backup plan, this, like, this like you know, off-the-record, <laughs> rule-breaking backup plan where I'm like, I got a bunch of cartoons at home. I'll just play those. He's like, Josh like, is wrangling Daffy and Bugs. Like, yeah. let's go, guys. We gotta go. And, like, everyone in the audience like, nobody say nothing. <laughs> everyone just watch these Nobody cartoons. talk. But... In, in uh, for, for our, our Saturday morning, uh, or not Saturday morning, sorry, our, our, our kids' clubs. Oh! What, what, what? Uh, that reminds me that anybody who has a kids' club card yes. gets two bucks off. Yeah. So uh, any kid, sorry, any yeah. kid with a kids' club card gets two bucks off their admission yeah. from the all-you-can-eat cereal I will social party. media that tonight, and then maybe we'll just put up a sign, too, in the morning or something. Yeah, and I mean, honestly, you're getting We've two bucks off. We know most of the kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But man, it, oh, what was it? And the, the when I worked, oh my god, was that the self destruct button? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I worked Zootopia, and uh, this the cool. I love Mayfair kids. This cool little kid came in, and she she looked like a Pixar drawing of like a blonde little girl, and she looks up at me, and her little hands come up to the box office window and have a drawing of like a flower and a oh sun my god. on it, and, and her mom is kind of smirking and goes. I don't know why, but she wanted to draw you that. <laughs> and she was like, not you specifically, but she was like, she wanted to draw the Mayfair. This is for the Mayfair? Yeah. Oh, my me. God. And she was like, and, and she was cool enough kid to be like, here you go, like, not too shy about it. And then I was like, can I trade you some stickers? And uh, she was like, yeah. So I gave her some, like, Pony and Spider-Man stickers. But it was just, it was nice. It was yeah. just such a nice, nice uh, little kid's moment. for. And so I worked... A, a scientific experiment of how weather affects us. Yeah. I looked at the numbers. So on the Saturday, Zootopia had 15 people. Yeah. On Sunday when I worked, and it was this horrible day. Just yeah, we needed a rain So day. Saturday, though, was like sunny, glorious, yeah. fantastic, beautiful yeah. rainbows everywhere. Yeah, animated birds yeah. and people singing. And Sunday was just awful, and we had 115 people. And everybody bought popcorn and like a dozen memberships sold. So I was like, wow, we had like a weather machine and yeah. you just like <laughs> yeah. gloom it up. And I basically have to like make my schedule using the weather report for yeah. the next <laughs> Yeah. And it's so funny because 
there's no there's no rhyme or reason because you're like, oh, it's freezing, so people stayed home, or it's freezing, so people came to get out of the house, like, or it's it's it's, it's tough a tough call to say what is the best time of year, and we do have slower months on tradition, but then sometimes this crazy sometimes that's totally thrown out the window. Yeah, 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 and and but yeah, so that rainy day was, and that was like. I remember that morning, it was raining hard enough that my windows, like, looked like a car wash. Oh. Like, it was, <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. And I was like, well, I'm not biking to work today, because I don't want to die. But, Seriously. Uh, uh, yeah, so I've been busy. I'm exhausted. I think we're all always tired. But yeah. I've done my dinosaur duty. Yeah. Uh, so that was fun. And I got a lot of cool people. I got, like, some Ottawa politician folks, like, liking my picture of me hugging dinosaur That's bones awesome. and stuff like that. But last night, uh, Drunky and I went to our friends at House of Targ to see C.J. Ramon. Yeah. And I should, oh, wow. Yeah, and I shouldn't have gone because I had to be up at like 6 in the morning. Josh got so drunk. So <laughs> drunk. <laughs> but I was like, like, like when Homer Simpson missed seeing Mr. T at the mall. I was like, I was <laughs> I'll like. Go, I'll go a little later. If, I was like, if I miss seeing, my favorite band is the Ramones. And I was like, if I miss seeing a Ramon in my favorite place, I'm gonna, I knew that I, I would just be like, oh no. So Drunky had to work early as well. And we both went and it was a great show and you know, Targ's amazing. And my one, my Targ story from last night too is one, I beat my high score on Dig Dug. Okay, so cool. That's really nice. Cool. That's a big but one. But Drunky and I are sitting at the bar eating pierogies, I'm eating pierogies and a really drunk guy comes up and the bartender, our pal Josh, is, is is being a good bartender. Okay. Yeah. Remy Royale. His alter ego. Because he's such like a big, lovable guy. He's but, so but, nice. But you've ever seen him be hard? Have you ever, like, oh, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wow. And uh, so he was like, just your cut off, sir, being a gentleman, whatever. So I didn't know what was going on, but he, he held up a, the, the guy getting kicked out was holding up a card. And, and Drunky has his back to him. And Drunky's like, oh, I love drama. Oh, I love drama. <laughs> and I'm like, something's about to go down. So, but then CJ started, so we walked away. So after, Drunky goes up to, to, to Josh and is like, oh, we had your back, Josh. We were ready. We were, you know, and uh, so they're talking about what happened. And I go, what was the card he was holding up? So he was holding up his cab driver's license and saying to Josh, I have a cab driver's license. I'm not drunk. It's fine. I have a cab driver's license. And like, so advertising the fact that he's probably going to be drinking and driving. Yeah. And then Drunky made the the rather uh, uh, witty joke, I thought, of, was he saying, no, no, I have a cab. I, it's fine. It's like I'm dumb and dumber. Yeah. It's okay. I'm a limo driver. Yeah. And I was like, and, and to be honest, I haven't sat in an Uber yet, but I know people who are anti-Uber, pro-Uber, anti-cab. And I'm like, man, next time somebody tells like a bad Uber story, I've got a bad cab story I to have, tell. Here's the thing. I'm not necessarily pro or anti either. Right, right. I have had a serious, yeah. huge number of bad experiences in Blue Line and Capital Taxi Cabs. Yeah, the most yeah, yeah. sexist, awful fucking human beings drive those yeah. cabs. Yeah. And they receive very little training. Well, now they don't have to receive any training, but it's yeah. like customer service is not a fucking thing. Or yeah. knowing how to treat normal people is not a fucking thing. So they're rude, they're shitty, and that being said, I don't use Uber. Right. Yeah, and, and Uber I've heard... I've heard intelligent debate on both sides I've of the used, coin. I've used Uber. Yeah? Like, I, I know people who swear by it. And Greg swears by it. Yeah. He's and an Uber and I'm a cabber. And yeah. I fucking hate cabs. Yeah. 
What about, there's a new, like, like female Uber. Have you heard about that? I'm totally in support of that. that is that here? Uh, no. Here I think it's undercover? in Toronto. I've had a, a, a few, like, yeah. the second or third time I had, like, a, an older woman as yeah. an Uber. With Uber? Yeah. It, it's on paper, Uber. Actually, with Uber is the only time I've ever encountered a female driver. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've never yeah, encountered too, a female cab driver. That, one, of my, one of the cool uh, uh, secret origins of my mom's past mm. is she was a cab driver. No way. But, okay, so my mom had... What? My mom had me... Here? No, no, I believe okay. in Winnipeg. I'll, I'll, I'll get it. But my mom was pregnant with me when she was, like, in her late 19s, right? Okay. So... Like, that means when she was, she was like a teenaged cab driver, cab driver in the 70s. Wow. And I was like, how are you what? and I alive? Like, what? <laughs> like, but, but I, I, and I just have this, this like comic book image of my mom in like a tilted cabbie yeah. hat, like smoking a cigar. <laughs> like, but, so she did it. She, but, but it, it, it's like Uber on paper is such a good idea. Yeah. It all sounds very like. Like, for the people. Oh, dude, great, you know, cab but... drivers for sure need competition. Yeah. Like, I'm mm. totally in favor of them getting their ass whooped. Yeah. Because mm. they need a wake-up call. But then I keep on hearing stories, and yeah. I'm like, Ugh. So there has to be some, like, middle ground of, like, a cab Uber love child. To kind yeah. Of, like, yeah. Like, like, cab learns stuff from Uber, and Uber learns... And anytime people are opposed to Uber, I'm just like, yeah, but, like... I don't understand why. Honestly, there's a demand for it. Yeah, it there... wouldn't exist if there weren't shitty cab drivers. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And and if if you know a a, a bridgehead is open up across the street from a Starbucks, it's because there's enough business for both to mm-hmm. yeah, coexist. Yeah, like there's millions like, of humans in the city. Yeah, but yeah, it, it it's it's weird. It, it's 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 because I bike everywhere, <laughs> you know. And in, in the winter, you, I don't you cab very often. But yeah, it's I'm very curious, and and out of town too. Um, Cabbing out of town, or like, you know, in, in towns like New York City, you just cab everywhere. Mm-hmm. But I think, too, I think cabs and buses and stuff used to be, like, and then it was probably because the drivers were being paid a nickel an hour or whatever. But they, I think they used to be genuinely cheap forms of transportation, mm. whereas now, like, a bus is, like, $5, yeah. you know? like And so I don't, like, like we're, oh, we're going to Minnesota, and the downtown core, you can, bu- you can bus for 50 cents. That's awesome. Yeah, so that's kind of cool. Mm. And I always thought that, like, the supply and demand, like, if you made OC Transpose a loony, would people use them yes. more, and then they'd make more money, because I... But the thing is, you have to, like, there's, their service is yeah. not the greatest, you yeah, know what no. I mean? When I started working at Mayfair in Orleans, it was like, I, I've been taking the bus since I was fucking 15, Yeah. and I've been taking the bus downtown since I was 15, because I went to school downtown Yeah. from the Burbs, and there's a major, major increase because they reduce the amount of buses that are on the road at any given point in yeah. the day, Yeah. and so it's sort of like, there's got to be some sort of give and take, but I feel like if it was cheaper, like if it was a buck, that's yeah. the thing. Now people are like, fuck this, I'm going to get a car, 350 what the fuck, and now they want to force everybody to switch over to Presto Pass. And yeah. save 10 cents or whatever, but now Presto wants to take a bigger cut of each fare. Right. So they're probably going to up the Presto fare price. Yeah. It's sort of, I don't know, I'm just going to walk everywhere. Yeah. When you were in Orleans, were you busing from downtown? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So it's like the other side of the world. Like it's. Yeah, but I mean, here's the thing. It takes 30 minutes, 20 minutes to 30 minutes to get from Orleans to downtown. Yeah. When, mm. when everything's good. There's like 25 people on the bus or whatever. Yeah. But then you get to rush hour and it takes an hour and a half. Yeah. 
I lived in Orleans for a while, or sorry, I was living in Barhaven when I was in high school, and my boyfriend had lived in Orleans, and it would take two hours. Oh my god. Minimum. Yeah. And that's like if you get your connection for your local bus as soon as you get off the bus in Orleans. Yeah. Well, I, I like Toronto like, where you look at the map and if you go from like corner to corner, you're like, yeah, that's a three hour. Yeah. <laughs> like, because it's enormous. Yeah. But, um, but yeah. Okay. We should know. talk anyway, about movies. <laughs> we have a lot going on this week. Um, we have so much going on uh, because we got a bunch of like stuff that's like one night only kind of things. But let's at least talk about the kind of major films we have. Um, Money Monster is a pretty brand new film and not to, to, to besmirch the movie because we want you to come see it but sometimes a flop at the multiplex is good for the Mayfair Yeah. because very quickly we got a 2016 movie with the, the, the triple Oscar threat of directed by Jodie Foster starring George Clooney starring Julie Roberts I'd like to think that it's because Mayfair folks have discerning tastes and, yeah. and mm-hmm. like to form their own opinions yeah. and they're willing to wait yeah, and, and we get in, in to, to get it here. And it'll yeah. do well here because it's, you know, flop does not mean bad. No, it just means that you're paying too much attention to Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And, and IMDb. I, and I saw Jodie Foster did kind of the talk show circuit, so I saw her on, I think on Tonight Show, and she was saying, although this is being billed as kind of a thriller, she actually thinks it's kind of like a dark comedy. Oh. And it's very, if, if I believe it's like Clooney is a like a Fox News kind of guy. And then hostage stuff starts happening, so it's 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 real time, and it's it's Clooney being kind of a character, and so I'm looking forward to seeing it. I'm glad we got it so fast. It sounds pretty cool. And uh, it's one of those movies that kind of come and go from the multiplex, but then are like Jodie Foster, I think, is a talented filmmaker, and uh, so yeah, it's cool that. And then you know she gets big stars like Clooney and Julie Roberts to be in her movies because they just want to work with her. She's cool. Yeah, yeah. she's Jodie Foster. She's like the only person who survived a childhood of yeah. acting. <laughs> yeah. It's like what her, Kurt Russell, kind of Will Smith, but he was even like a teenager practically when he got it. You yeah. Know? So Drew Barry, well, Drew Barrymore got really messed up. She went through but some bad times. But then yeah. she <laughs> came out the other side. Yeah. Where is she now? Where yeah. is she now? Oh my God. I haven't even thought of her. Where is Drew, Drew Barrymore? Drew Barrymore, where are you? Where are you, Drew? Uh, yeah, so Money Monster uh, starts tonight, but um, on the 10th of June, but we have it all week, so you have plenty of time to check that out. Uh, we also have The Man Who Knew Infinity, which stars uh, Dev Patel, who was from Slumdog Millionaire, mm-hmm. and it's a uh, true story about a mathematician, uh, and it looks like one of those... Um, Jeremy Irons? Yeah, Jeremy Irons is like his mentor in it, mm-hmm. and so he plays like a young Indian genius who comes to the States and has to deal with horrible white people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, actually, he's not in the States. I believe he's in London. Oh, it's London. Sorry, of course. Yeah, Jeremy uh, Irons. During World War One. Yeah. And shit's going down, but Dev really wants to learn math. Yeah. It's like a beautiful mind centering World War One. Yeah. With a dude who's facing much more adversity than... Yeah. With horrible white people. Yeah. <laughs> the subgenre of yeah. horrible white people. I like Dev Patel. I really like Slumdog Millionaire. And, uh, yeah, this looks good. It's, uh, like, like a... It's Horrible White People Week here, because Money yeah. Monster, you can say, is about... Oh, horrible. Is. And we have a premiere that's about really horrible white yeah. people. Wow, how about that? The other side is <laughs> so the, a documentary about shitty white people. And, yeah. and the other side, is it... So the other side is a kind of a, a festival favorite, won some awards, was at Cannes. I think won a couple things at Cannes. And... 
it's it's one of those movies where it's it's fiction, like with actors in it, but I think they populate it with with real like redneck swamp though? people. Because everything I don't know. that I read said it was a documentary. I think it's it's sort of what they call like a non. It's sort of a documentary, but with narrative flourishes to it. Okay. Like okay. the people are real, as far as I know. Oh, is it? I'm wrong. Then I thought it was one of those ones where it's like. Three or four actors are actors, but then, like, you know, the bartender and the... It looks you know. like it was shot like a narrative. Yeah. It's not a traditional talking head documentary. Right. It's kind of shot like and styled like a, a narrative. It totally tricked me then. Because the, the trailer looks... Yeah, the trailer looks like a, a narrative. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it, it, it's, it's, it's one of those movies that is, is immersed in its world. Like, oh, but that's in, the thing. Uh, I think this is the, the director. Is Italian. Is Italian, but aside from that, I I think that the, this is what he does. He'll like immerse yeah. himself in the community or whatever that he's trying to yeah. show us. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that it's less of a like, hello, how are you? Right, a talking head, yeah. talking head documentary. Uh, so yeah, we have that uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday this week, tenth, eleventh, and twelfth. We also have coming up next week on uh, Monday and Tuesday. So that's the thirteenth and fourteenth. Sleeping Giant, which uh, is a Canadian film. Uh, it looks kind of like Canadian boyhood or possibly Canadian Stand By Me kind of mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, it's been compared to those two. And it's, uh, it's won some awards, and it's uh, more Canadian content, which I always am happy to get on screen here, yeah. here in the theater. And it's, it's been getting... It's one of those movies where every once in a while we'll show a movie, because we show so many movies, and it's hard to find stuff to say about it on the internet. Yeah. Sleeping Giant, you, you, you type in Sleeping Giant, you just find a whole bunch of, like, four-star reviews. <laughs> Porn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, uh, uh, yeah, so that's uh, coming up this week as well. Yeah, we're just going to breeze through because we have so many movies. Elstree 1976. Yeah, which is a Star Wars documentary. And I'm looking forward to it because everyone, all, just recently, it was so funny, somebody on Twitter said, will you guys be showing Force Awakens mm. again because I missed it. I'm like, well, one, congratulations on being the person who didn't <laughs> yeah. go see For living under a rock. Who is this person? I don't know. Somebody on, somebody on the Twitters. We should be friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you and Mel can talk about what didn't happen. Uh, but so I just did a quick little tweet saying like, well, you know, the Disney vault, it's gone. Yeah. But we're showing a documentary about the making of the original film. And it's, it's kind of about the, the extras and people who played small roles or people who were under masks. And their point of view of, of being in the middle of this this tidal wave, this storm of, of a movie that should have been a little low-budget cult movie and then became what it has become. Blew up. And, uh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to that because I'm a Star Wars nerd, of course. And there's not a lot of feature-length... I know, sometimes feature-length documentaries about movies don't do great. Yeah. But uh, I'm hoping just because of the Star Wars factor and we're right in the middle of a Star Wars movie every year for the rest of our lives that this will garner some attention. Yeah. Uh, and it's cool because it's an Ottawa premiere and these folks are from the UK and they, they came to us and were interested in screening with us because we're cool We're and cool, nerds. right? Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, what else? The Room is playing? The Room. It's like month 82 or something like that. Uh, it's a lot of months. And then everything else is rentals. Yeah. We got a bunch of rentals this week, but 
fewer bunkers one to mention, perhaps. Yeah, that's a music. Is it a musical? It's or an opera. Opera, yeah. Like, yeah, live performance. Set during the last ten days of Hitler's reign. Reign, yes. And um, it, the, um, is this the same group who did... Remember a little while ago somebody came in and did like an opera? Different. Different. Different, wow. different. Different opera people. I think this guy's from Toronto. Okay. Um, I don't know. Yeah. But it's interesting. I came to see the last one and, and you know, it's a small stage, so it's not like a big NAC stage. Yeah. But it's, it's like they had, if it's similar to this, which I imagine might be, like they have their performers on stage. Mm-hmm. And from a, a sound point of view, we They're going to be such- using the piano. Oh, I didn't know that. We're getting a piano tuner in on Wednesday. Oh, cool. It's going to plink around for a, a while. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So but... if anybody wants to come play the piano, this week is your week to shine. Yeah. <laughs> so after this week, it'll sound way better. It's going to sound great for about a week. Week. <laughs> <laughs> How long does it take pianos to fall apart? I don't know, but he literally wants to come in right before they use it to tune yeah. it. <clears throat> so he just comes in and like checks every key and does the little... The NAC came in. Yeah. When I oh, yeah. first first yeah, started, yeah. and that's it was like an afternoon of just like, yeah. oh my god. Yeah. yeah. Um. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. And then we have a couple other. Uh. What's the other one? I, it's it's local stuff. One one's called. Auto wander. Auto wander, and that's that's forty five minutes. That's that's I believe the, kind of a, the first episode of a um, a TV series. Yeah. It's a. It's the pilot episode. Yeah. It's the auto premiere of this new show. Uh, put together by Andrew King and a few other folks uh, who live in town. Yeah. Sort of inspired by Night Moves. Oh, yeah, that yeah. show. So, uh, with a soundtrack by a band called the... Uh, sorry, what are they called? The... I wanted to call them the Auto Wanderers, but I think they are the Outsiders. Get on there. Yeah, know. Orienteers. Orienteers. Sorry, guys. Um, so, they do the soundtrack of the show, and they'll be playing live that night. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's fun. And uh, what was the other? And then uh, on Sunday night, um, a film called The Girl's House. The Girl's House, which yeah. is presented by a per, uh, Persian Arts and Cultural Society of Ottawa. Yeah. And yeah, so that's why our schedule is so packed, is because we have one, two, three, four, five one night only things. <laughs> it's, it's between cartoons, the room, and the three rentals. We have five one night only things. Yeah. And then five, what you would call like regular regular engagement movies, and yeah, packed week. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I think I can hear the credits yeah, rolling. Yeah, it sounds like ending music. On uh, so that that should be our credits rolling as well because then uh, we got to get ready for people to come to watch uh, Money Monster, and uh, I'm gonna go and rest up for cartoons tomorrow. I, I was yeah. at first sad because we're like, oh, I'm not. Mel didn't put me on the schedule to work cartoons. It was like, oh, I'm not going to work cartoons. And I was like, oh, I get to watch cartoons. Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then I get to, yeah, so I actually get to sit and watch cartoons. And somebody asked, what's the program? We're like, no, we don't tell the program because it's more fun to kind of be surprised with the bizarre old Hanna-Barbera cartoons you've never heard of before. Yeah. And weird commercials up on the big screen. Yeah. So that'll be uh, three hours of fun tomorrow morning. And yeah, if you're listening to this after the fact, uh, we'll have another one in a few months, I'm sure. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so maybe we should uh, get out of here and sell more movie tickets to people. Sounds good. Cool. Okay, bye. 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 See you this week. See ya.